the angelic faith considered heresy in Lothric, but were angels always unwelcome there, or did something sever the ties? Sleep well, and allow me to tell you a tale of angels, and how I believe all Father Lloyd to be the figure behind their faith. We clearly can see that the Winged Knights had a disagreement with Lothric, likely due to their faith being considered heresy, and the fact that the herald of their faith, Gertrude, was imprisoned high above in the Grand Archives. We learn this from two items. First, the Divine Pillars of Light miracle reads, The Queen's Holy Maiden Gertrude was visited by an angel, who revealed this tale to her. Despite losing both her sight and her voice, she was determined to record the tale. Ordinary men cannot decipher her fragmentary scrawl, nor comprehend how it became the foundation of the angelic faith of Lothric. And the winged knight armor says, armor of the winged knights who swore themselves to the angels. Worship of the divine messengers was viewed as heresy in Lothric and unrecognized by any of the three pillars of rule. This is believed to be why Gertrude, the heavenly daughter, was imprisoned in the lofty cell of the Grand Archives. Furthermore, in the dreg heap we encounter an actual angel. Now, whether these are how the angels have always looked or are a more grotesque version of such doesn't really matter. What matters is the connection of the angels to the Londor pilgrims. Even if the angel itself is defeated, it will reappear time after time. But we find several of these angelic larvae that have sprouted out from the Londor pilgrims, and are what are tethering the angels here, be it through prayer or any other means. Which connects the angels to Londor a land of hollows notoriously known for wanting to usurp the flame and usher in an age of humanity. Now, there are ties to the angels and the Lothric family, such as the feathers we can see everywhere in Prince Lothric's room, and the association with Rosaria's mangrubs casting feathered spells from their staves, and the lone mangrub near Gertrude's cage. But... We're not going to quite crack open that egg in tonight's reading. Now, we can pinpoint a direction that the angels seemingly tend to lean towards. The dark. That's all well and good, but how does All Father Lloyd fit into all of this? Well, let's start with what we know about Lloyd from Dark Souls 1. The white seance ring description reads... A divine ring entrusted to the head bishop of the Way of White, an apostle to All Father Lloyd, uncle to Lord Gwyn. The Way of White was a religion that was dedicated to preserving the Age of Fire. Its head bishop was an apostle to All Father Lloyd, which likely means that Lloyd was the founder of the Way of White, 
further evidenced by the Lloyd's talisman and the cleric armor. The talisman reads, Talisman utilized by Allfather Lloyd's cleric knights to hunt down the undead. In the outside world, the undead are accursed creatures, and Lloyd's cleric knights are widely praised for their undead hunts. And the cleric armor reads, Armor worn by the warrior clerics of the Way of White, who are famous for being unyielding in battle. It is rather substantial in size and weight, making its wearer look even bigger than he actually is. So, these clerics of the Way of White are Lloyd's clerics, which to me make accepting that Allfather Lloyd was who founded and was worshipped by the Way of White much easier to believe. Also, keep in mind the part from the cleric's armor, which mentioned being substantial in size, making the wearer look bigger than he actually is, when you recall what the winged knight armor looks like. And finally, if you had any doubts that Lloyd was worshipped by the Way of White, we can read the description from Lloyd's sword or shield ring in Dark Souls 3, which reads, Ring given to knights of the Way of White depicts Allfather Lloyd's shield of caste. Much time has passed since the worship of Lloyd was common in the Way of White. The clerics of Kareem had always strongly asserted that Lloyd was a derivative fraud, and that the Allfather title was self-proclaimed. So, he was worshipped, but it seems that over however many countless millennia have passed since the founding of the Way of White and the time of Dark Souls 3, that that has slipped away from Lloyd. Now let's look at one more piece from Dark Souls 1 that I think helps connect Lloyd and this theory to what's happening in 3. The gold coin reads, Coin made of gold, with Allfather Lloyd and his white halo shown on its face. The most interesting part is obviously the mention of Allfather Lloyd's halo, which, might I add, is also very angelic and is likely why the Way of White's symbol is a white halo. Unfortunately, the textures used from this item make seeing what's on the coin very difficult. Suffice it to say, we'll just have to rely on what the description has said. Now, by the time Dark Souls 3 takes place, the gold coin is still around, albeit a bit rusted, and its description has changed a little bit but I think it helps make sense of what happened to Lloyd. The rusted gold coin reads, A rusty old gold coin that surely has no currency. A rich man lost his fortune, but it returned to him twinfold. He was swift to squander his retrieved fortune, smugly confident that it was bound to double once again. Now, technically, gold cannot rust, and the fact that Allfather Lloyd is connected with a gold coin and what would be a rusted gold coin could be indicative of why he was considered a derivative fraud. But I do believe the rich man in the description to be 
all father Lloyd. And I think the losing his fortune is likely directed towards the decline in his worship through the way of white and the Korean clerics believing him to be a fraud. Or his fortune being returned doublefold is when he started the way of white, and the squandering of it would be his decline in fortune, and then he would always be looking for a way to double it once again. Also, an interesting point is that we can see the face of this coin quite well and it very clearly depicts an angelic figure. So the ties to Angels and Lloyd are quite strong already, but what does it mean? I think Lloyd was an angel, perhaps even the first. It could be why it was so easy for him to be worshipped in the way of white, and why he holds such an influence. So we know Lloyd was associated with the way of white, but how does that connect over to Lothar? and, more importantly, Londor. Well, we know the Way of White was all about keeping the Age of Fire alive, and that is exactly the mindset that the Lothric family had. The centers of Prince Lothric read, The Lothric bloodline was obsessed with creating a worthy heir, and when this proved impossible, resorted to unspeakable means. Suffice it to say, the path to linking the fire is a cursed one indeed. So, their ideals align with one another, not to mention the deacons of the Cathedral of the Deep were originally with the Way of White. The Archdeacon's holy garb reads, Holy garb worn by an Archdeacon of the Cathedral of the Deep, a sign of the Way of White's highest rank. So, the cathedral was originally a cathedral of the Way of White, until Aldrich and the deacons fell to the deep. So, Allfather Lloyd bringing the Way of White religion to Lothric doesn't seem too unlikely. It even appears that Lothric was founded on this belief system, as they continually fight to provide an heir to the flame. This brings us to the statues we find around Lothric and the Grand Archives. They appear as a crowned older man with the wings of an angel, and I believe these statues are of Allfather Lloyd, and a tribute to him bringing his religion to Lothric as the foundation to essentially their way of life. In Lothric, we also find a hidden room, guarded by a winged knight, that houses a large painting of a winged knight, as well as a set of their armor, and the sacred bloom shield which reads, A treasured antique of the Way of White, known to some as the Sorcerer's Bane. I think this furthers evidence that the Angels and the Way of White were once one and the same. Another statue we can find in the game are statues at the Cathedral of the Deep, of what appears to be a humanoid going through some sort of metamorphosis into winged beings likely depicting the relationship we see of Londor Pilgrims becoming the larva that controls the angels we see in the drag heap. Perhaps this was something All Father Lloyd had implemented in the Way of White, a way for his followers to turn themselves into these angels. Maybe those were the ones of whom Lloyd most trusted, his more dedicated following. 
Lloyd also did two other things with the Way of Light from the beginning. The sanctioned undead hunts, as well as created his own undead to send them on pilgrimage. Like with how we see Rhea in Dark Souls 1. So, Lloyd's trusty clerics were both executioners and pilgrims. Not unlike what it appears that these winged knights are. With the twin axes reading... Paired beheading axes wielded by the winged knights, who swore themselves to the angels. These axes, more befitting of an executioner than a knight, are indented to fit the human body. Executioners with armor rather substantial in size, making its wearer appear larger than he really is. And of course the pilgrims from the Way of White back in the day seeking out the Rite of Kindling are similar to the pilgrims from Londor who seek an Age of Man. But those two are opposite ideals. How could they have both come from Allfather Lloyd? Well, we know a little bit about how Lloyd is painted in some of the item descriptions we've read so far. That he could have been a fraud, squandering his fortune, looking out for only how to ascend himself back into worship and power. If the Way of White abandoned him, why would he not seek to attain that same level of worship elsewhere, and or to enact his revenge? The Undead Hunter charm reads, Used long ago by Lloyd's cleric knights on their undead hunts. Although Allfather Lloyd is long forgotten by the Way of White, his hunts have lived on again confirming Lloyd being forgotten by the Way of White. But it was also interesting to me how the Undead Hunter charm appeared, a rounded object encompassed by what appeared to be some sort of metal and chains fastened on either side, perhaps to chain to something. Not completely unlike the objects we see chained to the backs of the Londor Pilgrims of which we know can become ascended in some relation to an angel. And I'm sure most of us here at some point while playing Dark Souls have been invaded by the one guy who keeps chucking these charms at you so that you can't heal, because that's what these talismans do, prevent your Estus recovery. Which could have been a part of whatever ingredients it took to become these angelic larvae. Or maybe not, but I think it's certainly interesting given the context of this theory. So much like Lloyd did back in the day, he sent out his pilgrims in search of something important to him, the would-be usurper of fire. So, all Father Lloyd, an angel himself, founded the Way of White and reveled in the worship of those turning to his religion to keep their hopes of fire alive. But one day, he would be forgotten by the very faith he founded and labeled a fraud. In hopes of regaining adoration and power, he appeared in all his angelic grace to Gertrude, and thus the angelic faith was born. <laughs>